prayer has to do with when I reach out to God for my need. But intercession has to do with when you go past yourself and you stand in the gap between God and man and intercede for families, for others, and intercede for communities, for cities, for nations, for generations. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson, visiting with a special guest today from Ghana, West Africa, and that is Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about him. He has a, a very long bio because he's very accomplished. Nicholas Duncan Williams is the presiding Archbishop and General Overseer of Action Chapel International Ministry, and that's headquartered in Accra, Ghana. He is recognized as the founder and father of the charismatic movement in Ghana and other parts of West Africa. He's also known as the Apostle of Strategic Prayer, and we will talk about his prayer summit today. And we also see that New African Magazine has named him one of the 100 most influential Africans. So, sir, I see that the Lord has uh, done many great things in your life, has he not? Absolutely, he has. <laughs> well, it's wonderful to have you today on Charisma Connection. I understand that you are hosting a prayer summit. Could you tell us about your prayer summit? I understand the theme is Prayer Works, and it's going to be held August 1st through the 3rd at Evangel Cathedral in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Maryland. And how have you seen prayer work, and how do you plan on sharing that message at your prayer summit? I'm a product of prayer, and I come from mm. a family of 43 brothers and sisters. And wow. um, I had a lot of challenges uh, from my upbringing. When my mother took seed of me, she bled for four months, and the doctor said, that she wasn't going to be able to carry the pregnancy. And so they performed a procedure called DNC in those days to abort the pregnancy so her life could be preserved because she was uh, anemic. She had bled so much that she didn't have blood. And months after the DNC and the procedure was performed, they found out that her stomach kept growing. So they went back to theater and realized that we were twins and the procedure took my twin and left me in there. Hmm. And uh, so my father named me Nicholas, which means the wonder or the conqueror of the people. So my beginning has been a struggle, uh, a lot of adversities from the beginning of my youth throughout my life and uh, came to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ through some very, very difficult uh, situation where I lost uh, three of my fingers. And so I was uh, introduced to prayer right from the beginning. I realized when I got saved that the only way I could survive was to cry out to God. And I understood because of my own background, upbringing and challenges and adversities, that prayer was a daily necessity for my daily survival. And um, that, that is the story of my life. So I've been very, very passionate about prayer and intercession and I understand that 
uh, a true intercessor does not pray according to time or seasons, but one prays until something happens. Uh, and so prayer is a lifestyle as long as I'm concerned. Uh, and so that is what uh, it's all about. And so we believe that God is giving us a moral and a spiritual mandate and an obligation to challenge the body of Christ, to understand, as Jesus said, that men ought to always to pray and not to faint, and that we need to pray without ceasing to be able to uh, provoke heaven to intervene in the affairs of men, and that God is, God is limited to what he can do for humanity, like John Wesley of the Methodist Church said. He said that it looks like God can do nothing for humanity until somebody prays. So prayer is a daily necessity for daily progress and for daily triumph. Prayer is certainly for every Christian, and it's the privilege of every Christian. We have power through prayer, do we not? Absolute power and access uh, to the throne of heaven and the Father. Yes, and I think as believers, we don't realize the power of prayer. We don't because we, uh, there is a lot of misunderstanding uh, when it comes to grace and faith, where we believe that uh, because we are in a dispensation of grace and we can make faith confession that we really don't have to pray like we ought to pray. But there are dimensions of prayer and then there is intercession. Prayer has to do with when I reach out to God for my need. But intercession has to do with when you go past yourself and you stand in the gap between God and man and intercede for families, for others, and intercede for communities, for cities, for nations, for generations. And, and so intercession is a very deep thing where Jesus ever lives to make intercession. He walked the earth for 30 years and accomplishes earthly ministry within three years, but he ever lives over 2,000 years making intercession, standing in the gap be between us and God, that God's original intent for humanity will be executed to the letter without fail. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a calling. It's a calling. Well, I see that in your prayer summits, you bring revivals to different cities and churches through the power of three different types of prayer. That's corporate, intercessory, and prophetic. Mm -hmm. Could you speak to those? Yeah, corporate is when you bring people together. And, 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 and like what was done when Peter was held in prison to be uh, assassinated. And the Bible said that the church prayed together without ceasing unto God. And the night before Peter would be murdered by Herod, an angel of the Lord came in response of their prayers. He came in response of the prayers. So angels come in response of intercession. And Peter was released from prison and escaped premature death because the church prayed corporate prayers together, interceded for Peter. Intercession, like I said, has to do with when we carry God's burden for nations, families, individuals, community, and we stand in the gap on the behalf of others or the land, a nation, to bring about transformation. And prophetic intercession is praying what heaven has said, what heaven has declared, what heaven has proclaimed, the decrees of heaven concerning earth or concerning community, cities, nations. You're praying according to what the Lord has said. So that is prophetic intercession where you are praying 
according to what God has said, not according to what's going on or your mind or your feeling, but you just take, the Bible said, take words, return unto the Lord and say unto him. So prophetic intercession is hearing what God has said and not just sitting down and saying, be down. But you begin to war with the word of the Lord. You contend for the manifestation of the prophetic word because every prophecy is conditional. And God has a part to play and we have a part to play. And the Bible talks about to contend or to war a good warfare by the prophecies that went before on thee. So prophetic words come to give us illumination and understanding of God's original intent or what God has on his mind and what he intends to do. And as we pray according to that prophetic word, like Peter prayed in Daniel the ninth chapter concerning the 70 years Babylonian captivity, when he said, I understood by the books, the word of the Lord that came by the prophet Jeremiah, that after 70 years, he will return and get us to go back to Jerusalem. So he said, I set my face before God with fastings and prayers. And I began to pray according to that word, 70 years. And they were released. And the prophetic word came to pass. But Daniel had to fast and pray for there to be the manifestation of what God has said. So that is prophetic intercession. Praying according to what God has declared. And the Bible says, what things soever you bind on earth shall be bound up in heaven. And what things soever you lose on earth is lose in heaven. And most times we are waiting for God to move. And God is saying, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to have faith in what I've said. I'm waiting on you to take action. So for every action we take on earth, there is a reaction in heaven. But God needs our action for him to act and to react. We certainly need to cooperate with God. Absolutely. That's the word. That's what prayer does. So in your prayer summits, I imagine that you have times where you are preaching about prayer and times when you are practicing prayer as a body. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. We teach on the different types and kinds of prayers and on intercession. And then we have sections where we pray. Like, for instance, on Thursday night, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes will be preaching and teaching on prayer on Thursday night. And then on mm -hmm. Friday morning, we'll be praying for 24 hours. We'll be praying for 10 on Friday morning till Saturday 10 in the morning. And there will be times of prayer, intercession, the prophetic ministration, healing, deliverance. Because Jesus came to cast out devils, deliverance. He healed the sick. He talked and he preached. Today, all we're doing is preaching and teaching. We are not healing the sick. We are not casting out devils. Jesus said in the book of Mark, the 16th chapter, he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, you shall cast out devils. You will speak in new tongues. You lay hands on the sick. And so it's important that we do it the way Jesus did it. And we moved away from the way Jesus did it. And we're doing our own thing through systems and, uh, uh, and, and, and programmings and all that. All that is great, but there is no substitute for prayer and for the way Jesus did it. So we'll be praying for Friday morning at 10 a.m. All the way to Saturday morning, we'll, we'll be in there teaching, praying with different speakers and just believing God that we're going to live there on the morning of the 10th 
having shackles destroyed, soul ties disengaged, bodies and minds and emotions healed, captives set free, bodies healed, finances released unconditionally, and that everyone returns home with, with a sustaining victory and an anointing of God like we've never had it before. Well, I believe with that kind of faith, a lot of things are going to happen that are important for the kingdom. So that will be August 1st through the 3rd, which is a Thursday through Saturday, once again at Evangel Cathedral in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. But if people want to know about uh, the details, they can go to your website, which I believe is prayersummitinternational.org. Absolutely. Excellent. Now, you also have a television ministry that reaches, I believe, 24 countries in Africa, a multimedia network called Dominion Television. Tell us how that got started. Uh, Television is very important. Media is a tool and a very powerful weapon. And whoever controls it, whoever controls it will control the minds of people and the decisions of people. And so the Lord inspired us to put together Dominion Television uh, that will bring about not just television to just preach the word, but a lifestyle, a Christian lifestyle media network where we have different, different programs on it. Well, uh, we have programs for kids, we have programs for families, for sports and for health and uh, for marriage counseling, different things we do so that you can tune in there and you can have so many things uh, helping to educate you, to give you illumination and showing you that Christianity is not a religion, but it's a lifestyle and it's practical, it's real. And you see things that uh, relate to your daily life and inspires you and motivates you and empowers you to live the Christian life. So we've been doing this and um, God has helped us and we are reaching over 20 Uh, nations in Africa right now, and uh, it's a very powerful network because we believe that believers must have a hold or take hold or possession of the weapon of the media. Yes, absolutely. Well, we here at Charisma Media believe that for sure. So uh, you are based in Ghana at the Dominion Television, and it's dominiontv.net if people want to learn more about your programming. I understand yes, that Bishop Jakes Bishop Jakes has some programming on there, as well as Paula White. Is that right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. And you have uh, lots of other programs, world news, business, documentaries, children's programs, and so forth. Um, Spons. And I'm sure that people will want to know more about that. So how can we pray for your television ministry, your prayer ministry, and all of the other things that you are involved in for uh, kingdom work? Well, uh, we, need, we, need to, we need partners to partner with us, and we need people, mm-hmm. with, uh, we need people with skill and capacity uh, that will stand with us uh, to move it to the next level. Uh, we, we, we need partners that will partner with what we do because it's, it's, it's very uh, capital intense uh, over here in Africa to do what we do with a spirit of excellence. Uh, and so we need God to, to release and to send our way uh, men and women who have a heart for God and 
for the kingdom, for the ministry, uh, to partner with us and to stand with us, that God will grant us the spirit, uh, the finishing anointing, like Paul said, I have finished my course, that will be empowered to finish what God has assigned to us to do when it comes to this television ministry, enriching people at home and reaching them in their cars, in their kitchen, in their offices, uh, through our app, you know, wherever they are, that their lives can be impacted. So just pray for us that utterance will be given to us and that we'll be faithful in what has been delivered unto us and that we will finish well what is given unto us. It's not what, uh, it's not how you begin that matters, but it's how you finish, you know. And so uh, we'll need uh, the body of Christ to stand with us in prayer as we stand uh, in prayer with the body. A finishing anointing. I never heard of it described that way, but I, I certainly agree with that. So uh, we will continue to pray for your ministry. Would you like to pray for our listeners now and for these events that you have coming up? Absolutely, absolutely. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to uh, pray and to reach out to your throne. In the name of your son, Jesus, whoever lives to make intercession, praying for everyone that hears the sound of the voice of your man servant, that God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you will reach and touch and impact every life that hears this broadcast, that no man and woman that hears this broadcast in the name of Jesus will ever remain the same. Let the anointing that breaks yokes and destroys shackles be released. Let the anointing that lifts burden be released. That everyone hearing me right now, burdens will be lifted, embargoes will be lifted, demonic sanctions will be removed. In the name that is above every other name, that yokes and shackles be destroyed, that curses be reversed and repealed in the name of Jesus, rebuking every devil and demon of people's bloodline, rebuking every iniquity of bloodlines, commanding the enemy to take his hands off God's people, commanding the healing of every mind, and the healing of bodies, the healing of emotions, the healing of marriages, the healing of businesses, finances, that Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, within the next 24 to 72 hours that people will begin to experience such mind-blowing miracle, mind-blowing miracles like they've never had it and never known it before. And I command by the power of Jesus' name, every unclean spirit, every demon spirit assigned by Satan to torture, to buffet God's kids, stand down, relinquish your power, lay down your weapon and let go in the name of Jesus, name above every other name. I pray for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost and the open heavens over every man and woman that hears the sound of my voice, that in the name of Jesus, name above every other name, that no one will be incapacitated 
stated that God, your people will not be victims, that your people will not be casualties of any work and activity of the powers of the dark kingdom. We rebuke diviners. We override mediums and we override sorcerers and command the enemy right now. Let go of God's people and we pray that there will be such an outpouring, the move of the Holy Ghost, the first, the second and third of August, right there in Maryland at the Evangel Cathedral at the Upper Marble in the name of Jesus Christ that there will be angelic activities that angels will descend and ascend within these days like never before that your people will never be the same again. Bless the city of Washington and the cities of America in Jesus mighty name I pray. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Amen. And just hearing you pray, I'm sure that many people are going to want to come to this prayer summit that you have. So once again, the website is prayersummitinternational.org. And for the television network, it's dominiontv.net. Thank you so much, Archbishop Duncan Williams, for joining us today on Charisma Connection. My pleasure. Looking forward to seeing you all. Well, it's been a blessing to have you here. And we invite everyone to check out our other shows at cpnshows.com. That's cpnshows.com. Blessings on your day. Blessings. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.